Joe Kissel takes control of your passwords. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, if there's one guest that I never seem to have on enough because we get so much out of him in every sense, it's Joe Kissel. Joe, it's great to have you back. Thanks for being here. Nice to be here as always. So this time, we usually corral you for one book or another, one new book or one upgrade. This time, we're going to talk about taking control of your passwords or take control of your passwords. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it seems like I've been writing about passwords for, for eons. And uh, this is not this was not my first book about passwords, um, and it, it was not my last book about passwords. But anyway, uh, it's it's up to the fourth edition now. So and boy, uh, this this is a very 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 long overdue update. And I'm going to say the same thing about the next three or four books that we talk about in the coming months. Uh, you know, I've had a really interesting and complicated couple of years. And a lot of things, yeah, I mean, like everybody had complications because of COVID and whatnot, but I had the additional complication of moving to another country and, you know, kid with special needs and so forth. So a lot of things just have, have dragged and dragged and I feel terrible about it. I'm slowly, slowly, slowly getting, you know, getting to the point where I'm, I'm getting almost ready to think about being nearly caught up in a few months. And then of course, and then of course, you know, Apple announces Sonoma. So I'm like, ah, I got to add another thing to my list. And, um, and I have, you know, other, other new books coming too. But anyway, so progress is occurring and, and this is the latest example of it, an update to a new addition to a book that should have been out two years ago. And I'm sorry, but it's, but 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 it turned out to be kind of fortuitous because so much has happened in that time period that like I was literally writing about things that were announced that day. And if I had done the update two years ago or a year ago or even a month ago, I would have had to update it again. So it's um it's it's a it's a it's a big topic that is undergoing a lot of change. And we've talked about this before. It's a topic that you think, yeah, passwords. Okay, yeah, I need them longer. I need them more complex. I need not to, sh you know, share them on post-it notes taped to my computer. But you know, nothing else really changes. And quite to the contrary, uh, you've you've educated us that things really do change on a consistent basis, just because of the fact that you know there's there's so many bad guys out there that are trying to get to you, and it, one of the easiest ways, or at least in theory, if you're not do it taking your advice is through bad passwords. Yeah, and I mean to this day, uh, it's it's at least a weekly occurrence that I read about some you know hack or leak or some somehow a bunch of passwords got into the bad guy's hands and chaos ensued, and uh, you know somebody somebody's phone was hacked, but it wasn't really hacked. It, what really happened was somebody found out their password or somebody guessed their password or passcode. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, we, there, there's, there's, there's 
there's a new thing on the horizon, which we'll talk about, you know? So there, there is hope that the majority of our password pain will go away in a finite amount of time, but uh, not yet and not all of it. So it's still very, very important to practice uh, good password hygiene. So I'm presuming you're talking about pass keys as the, 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 the relief that's on the horizon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Apple released support for pass keys last, whatever it was, August, September, October with, you know, iOS 16, iPadOS 16 and, uh, Ventura. And, uh, and, and that, that's nice. It was, it was very nice. And everybody kind of thought, well, this is cool. When I go to one of those like five sites that lets me log in with a pass key and I set that up, wow, it's so much easier, to, so much easier to set up and use. And uh, also way more secure, way more secure than passwords. And on top of that, you don't have to worry about second factor codes or all that stuff anymore. It's just like, go to the site, oh, can I have your fingerprint or your face scan or whatever it is? Yes, and done. And uh, so that's that's lovely. It's lovely that Apple put that support in. Um, but uh, for, first issue is that not very many sites have added support for it yet. Um, some have that you will encounter uh, on, on a regular basis. Uh, like... Uh, See now that I'm now that I'm put on the spot, I can't even think of them. But like eBay, okay, eBay is an example. That's 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 one that a lot of us have heard of and a lot of us use. Oh, eBay eBay supports pass keys now. Oh, that's cool. And if you go to eBay a lot, then that will be a, a, a very nice thing for you. And there are a number of other sort of well-known sites that do, but it hasn't reached anything like a critical mass yet. You can find these directories online of sites that support pass keys and they are growing slowly, but you're not seeing thousands or even hundreds of entries. You might see like a couple dozen entries. So um, so part of, part of what's, what we're waiting for is for more sites to implement this technology. But within the last several months, a bunch of new things have happened with pass keys. So, uh, of course, Microsoft got on the bandwagon, so you can now use passkeys in Windows uh, 10 and 11. Google got on the, pa on the, on the passkey bandwagon too, so uh, passkeys are supported in Android and uh, in Chrome OS and the Chrome browser. And uh, password third-party password managers have been adding passkey support too. Um, Dashlane has them, uh, one password has them, in Beta Bitwarden will be adding them, I guess, imminently this summer or something, and so forth. So, because the the tools we use to 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 manage our passwords are starting to get more serious about supporting pass keys, um, I think that's going to be an inducement for more sites to add support on their end, so that we can all use pass keys everywhere, and that will be beautiful. Um, so. That is that is kind of one of the biggest things that has happened in the world of authentication. Um, there's a lot more to say about it, but uh, since since they weren't even a thing at all in the previous edition of the book, 
I devote quite a bit of time to talking about passkeys. I don't want to go too far down this road, but let me let me ask you just a couple questions. First of all, my my understanding is that in order for passkeys to be utilized on a site, the site has to do some work on their end. Yes, so correct. I, so you can't just start using passkeys on Mac Voices because my Mac Voices site because I haven't done that work. That's right. absolutely correct. And in fact, I <laughs> I would love to support passkeys on the Take Control Books website. I would love to, and one day I expect to, but it's not like I can just click a button and there it is. It's not like I can just like download some plugin and activate it and boom, we have passkey support. No, 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 there's 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 a, there's a lot of other infrastructure work that I would have to do. Um, because the whole design of the site right now is based on this idea of usernames and passwords. And even once I did implement support for passkeys, still, I think for a long time, the vast majority of our customers will rely on their existing usernames and passwords. It won't replace them, it will supplement them as another option. And so I have to redesign the, the interface of the site to support those two options, I have to do a lot of testing on many different platforms. And uh, there's just a lot, of this, a lot of this stuff in our infrastructure for when and how you log in and what happens then that um, has to be adjusted sometime, in some cases pretty, pretty majorly <laughs> to support passkeys. So I want to do it. I will do it, uh, but it's not like it's one of those things where if I had a free week and nothing else to do, I can make that happen. But my weeks are pretty busy right now. So would you like to have a book on Sonoma or would you like to have Passkey support? You know, it's that kind of a thing. So, uh, so, so and that's, and that's, I mean, I have a little, I have a little website, right? It's, it's not a big elaborate thing, but, uh, imagine that you have a gigantic website, you know, tens, hundreds of times bigger, more elaborate than the little take control website with lots of different options and ways to log in and things that those logins imply and many, many pages that have to be redesigned for a new passkey based uh, UI. If I'm, if I'm the owner of a business like this, I'm going to say, okay, well, What's this going to cost us in terms of coding and testing and, you know, QA and all those kinds of things? And somebody will do some research and say, well, that's going to cost you this many tens of thousands of, or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I would say, okay, that's interesting. And what is going to be the return on that investment? And they're going to say, you know, a, a a fraction of your customers will be marginally happier. And the person holding the, the purse will say, that's not really, that's not such a compelling reason to spend tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, um, so we're, that's what we're looking at, basically. Um, some sites are, are going to have an easier time implementing this. For some, it's going to be a lot harder. And uh, for some, it will take many, many, many of their users complaining and griping that they haven't supported it yet for, for that to happen. So I will just, I'll just mention, 
I'll just mention in passing, you know, you Apple's operating systems support pass keys, but you can't log into your Apple account in a web browser using a pass key. You can't log into iCloud.com using a pass key. I mean, yet. But you know, Apple's website is <laughs> ginormous. It's very, very, very complex. So I expect it'll happen eventually, but it hasn't happened yet. And that takes me to my second question. We have, I, I know how many times I've done interviews with people at CES um, and, and farther back than that that say, oh, we've, we've got passwords beat. No more passwords. You know, this is going to be it. You know, it's going to be optical, uh, uh, yeah, optical scanners. It's going to be uh, biometric data and you know, it just, it, it never happens. Do you think, do you honestly think that we, you know, no matter how long it takes, do you think this realistically is what will take usernames and passwords out of the game? Uh, yes, with an asterisk. <laughs> so, you know, in my, in my books on passwords for years and years and years and years, I've been saying, I've been reading these articles and he hearing the interviews and reading all the announcements, but exactly what you're saying. Oh, we've gonna we've got a plan to kill the password, and I'm like, yeah, let's see, let's see. And I, I've I've been kind of very dismissive of these statements that a lot of companies have made for a long, long time, because whatever their cool approaches or trickers or technologies, it all comes back to it's not get you, you can't completely erase the existence of passwords unless every single site app service that uses passwords adopts your new infrastructure. So if you have some some kind of a thing that will let you log in without typing a password, that's great. There are lots of those things. But what they do is they automatically enter your password for you, or they, they work around that somehow. They, they use the existing username and password that you have, that you must have, because that's all the site knows about to be able to authenticate you. And then they layer something on top of that to make the process of logging in easier. And I don't, I mean, I don't discount that. It's, you know, easier is good. But, uh, but that's sort of, all that anyone has been able to offer short of the world's websites employing some new technology. What's different this time is that all the big players are on board, not just Apple, Google, Microsoft, but also, you know, 1Password and uh, many, many companies in this FIDO alliance. So FIDO is, is this organization that determines the specifications and standards for various security products, including the like the little USB or lightning or NFC, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> tokens, tokens, I guess is the word that you can use uh, for, for two factor authentication. So it's been in the case for a long time that, you know, if, if, if a site or app wants to add more security, I'll say, yes, type in your username, type in your password. But now, in addition to that, you need to plug in this special key that you have previously you know, registered with us and, and, and click the button. And that's another uh, 
step in the authentication process that keeps you that much safer. So security keys can be used on their own or they can be used as an additional form of authentication. And over the years, a lot of sites and services have added support for this mechanism. And the reason they've added support is that uh, they've been They've been pushed to do that by, you know, privacy regulations and governmental things. And, you know, oh, if you want to have this government contract, we need more security. So you have to add this to your site uh, or, you know, a requirement of their bank or a requirement of their insurance underwriter, things like that. So a lot of big businesses have added FIDO support to their to their stuff. And FIDO is the basis of of pass keys. So if you if if a site has gone that first step of adding support for FIDO authentication, it's a relatively small incremental step to also support pass keys. So that it has that going for it. So it has the 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 biggest technology names behind it. It has increasing support in consumer level level products. People that try it out say, this is great. This is cool. More, please. And uh, and there, there is already a certain level of existing infrastructure. So I think of all the ideas I have ever encountered for replacing passwords, and there have been many of them, I think this one has by far the best shot at success. And it also leads to really, really great security and a really easy user experience. But the asterisk is it still requires that, that sites and apps and services do something depending on, you know, did, did somebody build this site from hand? Did they base it on an existing uh, tool such as WordPress or Drupal or something like that? If, if they, uh, depending on how it was built and how elaborate uh, it is, it may require comparatively little work to add passkey support or it may be just a gargantuan job. And you know, little little mom and pop sites of which there are a million on the internet are going to say, you know, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. We have the usernames and passwords, we're just going to stick with those. So, I would guess that even if 10 years from now there's a million sites supporting passkeys, not the dozens that we have now, but million or millions of sites. There will still be that many million, millions more that don't. So sadly, although passkeys will be will make our lives easier and easier as time goes on, I don't think I I genuinely don't think that within my lifetime passwords will completely disappear. I I would like to think that they would, but realistically, I don't think they will. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash macvoices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. 
If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting macvoices. Okay, one last question about passkeys, and then we'll yeah. get on to some other stuff. Um, cool. And and I I don't want I'm not asking for a detailed explanation uh, of the of the mechanics of pass keys, but the fact that one password is is supporting it I think you said Dashlane is too. Um, mm-hmm. How do how should we think about pass keys? I mean, right now I put my I put a username and my password into one password, and then when I visit that site. I can do one of two things. Either I can use the the one of the Safari extensions and it'll automatically fill, or I can look up my password and hand key it or copy it over. Okay. Right. So that leaves me with the impression that I I have something that I can use on f- from not just from my my Mac my my iMac, but also from my MacBook Pro or from my laptop. Yeah, I have the same impression from passkeys that this is going to be something that is unique for me to that website that can be then moved around between devices and I can still access that website. Is that th- this is where I don't I don't want to mislead anybody, <laughs> but I'd like to understand it a little better myself. Uh, all right, um, all right. So uh, you you've you've opened up a can of worms. But, it. but but it's important and it's interesting. So so we'll we'll talk about the worms. I had this I had this professor in uh, grad school who was just like the kindest, most polite person ever. He was so cheerful, and you could tell that it really pained him to tell anybody that they're wrong. He 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 wanted to just always be positive, and he didn't want to say no. That's a stupid wrong answer. So whenever any Whenever anybody gave a stupid wrong answer, he would kind of pause for a minute and he would go, "That's approximately correct." <laughs> and so, when, <laughs> so when we heard when we heard uh, Dr. Bergen say uh, it's approximately correct, we knew, oh no, <laughs> it wasn't even in the ballpark. Um, so, all right, a a pass key. Passkey is like a marketing term, right? So what these what these credentials are are really multi-device or device-independent FIDO credentials, and that multi-device or device-independent bit is is the whole key. So on the surface, that sounds wonderful. So let's say let's say I'm using a Mac, all right, and I go to some site in Safari, and uh, a little thing pops up like, "Hey, would you like to would you like to set up a pass key?" And you say, "Why not?" Click the button and use you know if your Mac has Touch ID, use that or use whatever. Okay, so great, you have a pass key. Safari saved it for you. It's in your keychain someplace, although weirdly you can't actually see it there. And the next time you go back to that site in Safari on your Mac, 
it just says, hey, do you want to just like touch your touch ID thing? And then we'll log you in and you say, yes, and it's done. So, so, that, so that's, that's nice. And then you go to that same site on your iPhone, your iPad, hey, that passkey synced between your Apple devices with iCloud keychain, and you get exactly the same experience. It doesn't matter which uh, device you saved that passkey on, they sync across your Apple devices, and you're like, hey, this is great. As long as, as long as you stay within the Apple ecosystem and use Safari, that is the experience you have. Now, let's say you are on your Mac, but you're not using Safari, you're using Google Chrome. That's okay, Google Chrome supports passkeys too. And the passkeys that you set up and save in Google Chrome will sync to Google Chrome on all your different devices, all your different uh, operating systems. But if you save something in Google Chrome and then you try, you go to that same site in Safari on the same computer, Safari doesn't know anything about that passkey because as things stand now, and very much subject to change, but as things stand now, Google keeps things in their universe and Apple keeps things in their universe and Microsoft keeps things in their universe. There isn't yet, yet, any good way to take a passkey that you've saved in Safari and use that passkey in Chrome, even if it's on the same device. Now, all the tech companies say, we're working on it. Give us six months, a year, we're gonna have some solutions to this. And, and in fact, in iOS 17 and uh, Sonoma and so forth, we, there will be an incremental step in that direction. But but this is one of the one of the the growing pains things. Okay, so as long as you stay within one ecosystem, you're good. If you if you try to cross boundaries, then you, you would literally have to set up a second pass key for that second ecosystem. Okay, well, what about if you use one password, Dashlane, Bitwarden? What if you use one of these third-party tools that has at least almost now or in beta format, in beta form, um, pass key support? Doesn't that solve everything? Yes-ish. So, okay, let's let's go back. I'm I'm on my Mac. Okay, I'm on my Mac. I'm in Safari, and I've got One Password installed, the latest beta, special beta version of One Password for Safari. And I go to that site and it says, "Hey, would you like to set up a passkey? Store that One Password? Yes, please. Great. So now that's that's stored in One Password. That's terrific. If I go to the same site in Chrome on my Mac or in Firefox on a Windows PC, or, well, no, Firefox is, well, okay. <laughs> Firefox is special pain, but anyway, if I, if I go in another browser on another device, could be Apple, could, could be not. Uh, as long as I'm using a, a beta version of 1Password that supports the passkeys and they've synced, Great, I can log in. I can still, I can, I can, I can use those credentials in one password. It's great. But again, if I already had a passkey that I set up in Safari or a passkey that I set up in Google Chrome, there isn't currently any way to get those passkeys into one password. There's no like exporting, importing, sharing, syncing. You you can't, it can't be done currently. Um, so if your first experience with passkeys was using 1Password, and you use 1Password on every device and every operating system, 
then you'll have a pretty smooth experience using passkeys. It'll, it'll just kind of work everywhere for you. But if you, if you decide one day you want to use one of those passkeys in Safari without one password installed, you, you can't. There's just, there's no way to, to cross those, those boundaries right now. So that's, that's the kind of the biggest and most painful thing about passkeys as they exist today. Unlike passwords, you can't say, oh, well, my password is QWERTY. So I, it's in iCloud keychain, but hey, you know what? I want to put that in one password, so I'll just type that in. Like, okay, well, you, you, you could just do that, or you could export an importer, you could do various other things. Uh, not, uh, not, not the way with passkeys. Joe's back to wrap up this discussion of passwords next time as we dig more into passkeys. And also, Joe gives us some updates on password managers that he might avoid. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.